Are you sick and tired of that political news crap? Then listen to Poor Entertainment every other Tuesday, right here on the Journey into Comics Network. JourneyIntoComics.com the following, following. the following is a journey into comics. Journey into comics. A journey into comics. A journey into comics. Journey into comics. Journey into comics. Network. 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 Production. Production. And here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Journey into Comics, the podcast dedicated to all things nerd, with your host, the Podfather himself, Nate Phillips. Showtime, a-holes! Welcome back to Journey into Comics. This is Journey into Comics 222. I am your host, Nate. Today joining me is a very, very awesome special cast of people. First and foremost, welcome back from Foodies Watching Movies and Gallifradio, Miss Veronica. How's it going? That's me. It's going good. I'm happy to be here at LaFiCon. Awesome, awesome. Let's see if he can get to the mic with his mouth full the whole while. The taco king. Watch up. Dr. Dongo himself is like, watch up. I have lots of taco in my mouth. Lots of tacos in your mouth. This is an amazing way to start the episode. But joining us is a very special guest back for the first time since LaFiCon earlier this year. Welcome to the show, Brian K. Morris. How's it going? It's going awesome. Thank you for letting me be here. Sure. If I could have you pick up your mic and just speak. No you. problem. There I can go. project. There you go. <laughs> your I mean, listeners you... will hear me in the parking lot. Okay. Exactly. I'm into that. I'm into that. So for those of you who don't know, we had a little bit of a snafu. We talked about it earlier in the year where my board decided to die and my laptop killed a bunch of the episodes that we had recorded. So the cool episode we did with you talking about all the awesome stuff you do and did never see, saw the light of day. It got lost. That was the one where I was giving out the winning lottery numbers, wasn't yeah, it? That you was did the one. Oh, man. Everybody missed out. Except oh, for man. me. <laughs> yeah, except for me. I take care of my people. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very special tip. So, man, what's good in your world? How's it going? Everything is going great. This is my last show of the year. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um, I have been on the road virtually every weekend since... Mid-February. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You're um, so busy. You do a lot of different things. I do. <laughs> um, well, they say the um, an idle mind is the devil's playground. Mm-hmm. Mine would be Disneyland. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'm keeping busy just for you guys. You're welcome. That's um, great. So, but no, I'm, um, I'm putting my professional um, AD&D together with my OCD and producing like a whole bunch of stuff. Plus I get to hang out with you guys. So yeah, it's awesome. all good. Heck yeah. Do you like us, Dick? I like this. Okay, good. So um, one thing that I love that you do more recently is the clever title pending oh, live you. streaming. Yeah, your Facebook live videos are so fun to watch. Well, thank you. And it always, I, I have to say, in all honesty, it gives me such a thrill when I see you guys popping up. Oh, in yeah. the thing when when Facebook actually deigns to tell me who's watching, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's 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 a fun time. I um, I tell people that it's a format that kind of settled itself in the first ten minutes. The first time I did, I was originally going to do um, the show, um, the morning show. Never mind the furthermore. Just ten minutes, me. Hi, here's what I'm doing. Y'all have a nice day. Bye. And then I started noticing comments popping up, and I started interacting with everyone and we're getting conversations going it's fun it was great because it wasn't on me anymore right. um it I, I 
I'm learning things about my friends and people just, you know, dropping in and having, you know, conversations and then it extended to letting them plug their stuff. And then we just, I decided to do something in the evening because I'd gotten a number of people that wanted to, me to do an after hours kind of thing because I think they wanted to hear me swear more often is what it was. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I would tune in for that. <laughs> well, damn it, more for you then, just for you. Um, actually, I could get the FC see probably on my case if I did too much of my natural uh, patter on there. But no, um, we started doing the Wednesday show, Clever Title Pending, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, my page, uh, where um, it's more about creativity and more about uh, encouraging people to be creative, which is something I do during the daylight hours anyway. So That's I thought, something that I love about you. Mm -hmm. That's one of the, 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 one of the things that I love most about you is how you know, supportive you are to other artists and other writers and how much you're willing to give up your knowledge and your information for Thank free. You. You know, like that's so cool to me. And I, I love uh, all the support you give fellow artists. Well, I'm glad to. And I, you know, I'm just amazed how my friends are creative in so many different ways. Like, you know, after we met last time to find out that you're a musician <laughs> and what a musician you are, plug your stuff now. And um, walk among us band, check us out. Facebook page, you'll love it. We're and, recouping and from a show. We could do a whole like two hours on last night's show, but we'll oh, we're focusing yeah. on oh, our. This guests. sounds good. Okay, I'll just take the first three, and then you take it from there. But anyway, <laughs> um, but no, you know, in you know, podcasting, you know, creativity just doesn't have to be like drawing stuff or writing stuff. Uh, there's so many avenues with being creative that I love encouraging it. It's and expression. as I tell and as I. Like you're, you're part of this glorious mm -hmm. enterprise too, but um, he's not wrong. He looks pleased. Looks very pleased. <laughs> I'm to trying be to here. be inclusive here, <laughs> uh, but uh, but it, it's as I tell people that too many people in so many fields feel that um, it's like zero sum, like if you get something good, well, you're taking away from me. And that's not it's true. It's cutthroat. It is. It's, it, a lot of people are very cutthroat when it doesn't need to be. Right. And I'm thinking, why worry about how big my slice of the pie is? Why don't we just grow the pie? Then everybody gets a better share of it. So, and we all, part of this rising tide philosophy I have, which makes me sound almost evangelical at times. No, I which love is, it. I love it. Too. I live my, I mean, I've built the network on rising tides, raised ships, yeah. man, for real. Like, it's not just about me doing one podcast. It's about me getting my friends and all these people I care about to come up together and to do their own thing. And then stuff like this guy's show spins out and does crazy stuff. Exactly. You know, crazy. So uh, crazy your, philo your philosophy of Rising Tides Readership, it's actually, I want to know kind of where that spawned for you. Well, it really came together as I was entering this writing thing. Uh, when I started doing this full time six years ago, uh, Six and a half now, not that I'm keeping track. Uh, but um, I, a lot of people were sharing their knowledge with me mm -hmm. as I was coming up, just as I tried to pass it on. And um, they didn't have to do that. Right. You know, I, I think it's really cool when people do kind things and they don't get anything out of it more than maybe even just a glow inside, which I think is perfectly selfish and wonderful. Agreed. But um, then I ran, I ran across a quote from uh, President John F. Kennedy, who used to say that a rising tide raises all ships. 
And I realized that had been happening to me because by this time, you know, you guys have a network. I'm starting to develop a network of friends who we recommend shows to each other. We give each other best practices and what we're doing, uh, but we're non-competitive about it. Right. And it's more like we're, you know, I, I talk about writing coattails a lot, but with my tongue firmly in my cheek, uh, because I think the better thing to do is teach people how to swim. Yeah. so that they can keep up with you. And at the same time, I have people who I see are like a little further up the game than me, and I'm like, man, I want to keep hanging with them, so I'm gonna, you know, I gotta improve my game. Right. So it's, it's, it, it's a way to not just help other, peop other cool people to do what they do, whatever that may be, but it's also a way for me to challenge myself and gain Growing. new knowledge. That, so where I'm a little more, I, and I don't want to say competitive in the negative sense, but competitive in that I can keep up with the people I care with. So. Right. That's so cool. Yeah. I really like that philosophy. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's so applicable to everyone. Absolutely. And I think more like I've, uh, there was a job I worked. I worked at a casino industry once mm. upon a time and was a dealer. And that philosophy of like everybody is on the same page Like we were there's a camaraderie about it and that changes your philosophy you don't feel like you're a lone shark in this well, big it makes it more sea fun. you're like yeah, okay yeah, like yeah. why not a group of minnows swimming together is a whole hell of a lot more fun than a shark flying solo you know what i'm saying yeah and it also makes the bad ones the bad shows the bad times a little easier to handle yes um, like one time there were a group of us at this one show it was a mall show, and it was a bunch of us writers, and we enjoy each other's company, and um, generally engaging in the kind of behavior that we keep kind of sotto voce, uh, that it goes doesn't go beyond the table because we don't want people thinking ill of us uh, because we're not behaving anywhere close to our age. So um, we had one show where it was like a Friday Saturday show, and we realized by the end of the day our 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 abdomens were absolutely aching from the laughing we had done just you know trying to keep each other amused we had not between us sold one single thing oh, we didn't God. care of course the next day we went back and did our jobs properly because right. <laughs> we have people to answer to so so but you know it was just the idea that we could just have fun not make a single penny but we still had a glorious day so. yeah that makes it worth it to me yeah, it, was. it like, was fun with our band if we play a show that you know, there's not a lot of people, there's not a lot of, you know, money coming in from the door or whatever. If we're having a good time and the people that are there love it, then mm -hmm. it's totally worth it. Exactly. You know? exactly. Even if, like, one person comes up and says something nice and you, as a, as, a, as a writer and a creator, you understand this, like, even one nice thing said about your work is like, oh, that actually feels pretty good. I, like, have a little bit of validation in this world that what I'm doing yeah. is not some sort of a thing that I've made up in my head. Yeah. Or that it means something to somebody else. Exactly. Not just yeah. You. Well, That's it's nice. like with my Skyman book. I, in fact, I was telling one of the people here, Lacey and Becky, um, that um, Roy Thomas, had. I asked him to write an introduction for me. Now, Roy Thomas, for those who don't know, was Stan Lee's right-hand man. Okay, And he's done some incredible things on his own mm -hmm. during his time in comic books and other uh, media. And he wrote an introduction for me, 
I asked him nicely, and he said, you know, here's your introduction. And I sent him the manuscript so he could see what I'm doing. Um, and he wrote something in there to the effect of, if pulps ever make a comeback, then Morris's Skyman could be the next Doc Savage. I'm sitting there, tears rolling down my face. It's like, wow. oh my God, this is the most wonderful. Because every, <laughs> every now and then we all get that, what I've learned is called imposter syndrome. Yes, you know it's like we've been what? talking about that a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like foster syndrome where you don't feel like is this really real? Yeah, it's like why are is these people? Me? Why are these people smiling at me? Where are the pitchforks and torches? You know, yeah. it's like, and then you realize, you know, yes, I've done some work. Yes, I've made some accomplishments. Yeah, I maybe you know it's nice that people acknowledge it but then every now and then it's like they're going to see through me one of these days i'm wearing the emperor's clothes and i'm hiding behind the curtain i don't want you to open so yeah i think that's super real i can really resonate with that yeah we can you know after doing so much on like facebook and social media and reaching out and we our band uh puts out videos every week and we've been getting like a couple thousands views like you know and at first it was like really exciting, like holy shit, people really like what we're doing. But then it was like, hmm, this is really overwhelming sometimes. Like, yeah. it, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't really know what to expect. Exactly. And that's why it's important to surround yourself with good people and supportive exactly. creative mm-hmm. types that want the same kind of things as you. Oh, exactly. And I've made some good friends along the way with this philosophy that uh, like my show gets you know, shared now regularly through uh, someone I met from a Kickstarter campaign that I did oh, earlier this year for a, a comic book that's on my table right now. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was great to meet people during this Kickstarter thing who have then become part of my network and I have become part of theirs and they automatically share my stuff yeah. which is just like, like a network of friends that just okay community yeah. that keeps growing yeah that's yeah. that's a great thing to mention shout out to one of our mutual friends Todd Black oh yeah who he's done some Kickstarters things I met him through podcasting he becomes a part of my network spawns into you becoming it's it just yeah. like this like yeah. crazy web of things that have happened before we move too further on, I have to ask, is it nerve-wracking for you like it is for me when you go on Facebook Live? Like, is that, is like, like, really talk me through it. When you're sitting there and you're about to, like, push the button, does uh, that moment hit where you're like, oh, God, I dread this, like, I'm afraid, like, what is about to happen? Who's going to come in and say myself? something that's going to mm-hmm. derail my whole, and then, of course, that never happens. But yeah. still, is do you still have that? I mean, you do these so often now. Periodically, I've got a few people that you know. If I had that seven-second delay, my hand would be over that, you know, trembling with every utterance that comes out of them. But uh, but no, because uh, here's where you guys are going to like back up a little uh, from fear. Um, there's this personality that takes over. That, you know, I slip on the fez, I put on the bow tie, and I hit the button, and that one takes over. Right. That's the one who is the, Your character. Uh, the show whore. You're on. Uh, yeah, I'm on. I'm the, you know, and we've talked about this several times among my friends, that um, a lot of what we present in public is us, but it isn't us. You know, like the Brian who goes on uh, all these live casts who... You know, you know, I'm ready for anything. I'll roll the punches. Yes, hi, glad to see you all. Hey, buy this new used car I've got. And um, <laughs> um, but he's the guy that doesn't um, uh, doesn't get flustered too often. Doesn't um, stumble over things. Seems reasonably prepared. And inside, there's the real me going. 
they're gonna find out. <laughs> they're going to learn any second now. It's that imposter um, syndrome. Yeah. You're driving the ship on the inside, like, oh, yeah, God, I hope I don't yeah. screw up. Except I don't have a steering wheel. Uh, that's the okay. problem. Um, but and it's like little things. Like I notice, like if I, I seem to start like every other sentence with the word anyway. I. Um, I have these pauses in my voices that are almost Shatner-esque. Um, I stumble over words. I mispronounce things. And inside, there's the inner me uh, chewing on the barrel of a shotgun. Um, but outside me can't let it show. Or, like, you know, it's winter. I cough now. You know, I, mm-hmm. I just got over something. I still have a you know, little cough that hangs on. And every time I cough, you know, I just... You know, feel like it's going to turn into a horror show at any minute now. With the blood and gore flying out of my <laughs> mouth, and uh, you know, inside it's like no. Your and outside, I'm are like doing this, like ah, stabbing <laughs> the ear. Why does he keep yes. coughing and peeking out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't really get nervous anymore, and in fact, I kind of like it to the point where this week, actually, instead of three broadcasts, we had four because. Here's the freelancer's problem, hashtag real writer problems. We sometimes don't know what day of the week it is, especially if you don't watch television, which I don't. So I'm Tuesday night, there I am, brand new episode of Clever Title Pending, and I'm going, hey, hope you're having a great Wednesday night, and everybody's like, why are you saying it's Wednesday? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, it's Wednesday, right? And they're like, no, it's Tuesday. I'm looking, looking at my phone. I was like, well, shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, hey, on a very special episode of Clever Title Pending tonight. We're time traveling. Yeah. So, so, you know, talk about rolling with the punches because there's the inner voice going, okay, you can take the night off, stupid. Um, right. But and then like, you power through it. We powered through it. We had a regular episode. And we had an episode the next night. So, and, cool. er, and everybody's like, you sure you know what day it is now, Brian? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, we're just going to go with it. I feel <laughs> like you really have to have a sense of humor when you're in the public eye when you're putting yourself out there oh, for yeah. scrutiny when you're you know really bearing your guts you have to roll with it and be breezy and not let it affect you because it could you know the anxiety can sneak in it oh, can yeah. really eat, eat, eat up. make you second guess yourself mm-hmm. oh and that's the worst thing all the time and i i still deal with that it's second guessing myself Mm-hmm. And it's like, I've done this thousands of times before. I've done this over and over again. Why am I still asking myself if I'm doing it right? You know, and yeah. that, that part, there's I just a lot just of a whole natural thing. fear that everybody has. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, you kind of live in that, like, for me sometimes you get in the point where, like, uh, I wake up and I'm in a place and sometimes like, am I meant to, like, do a show last night, for example? Like, were we meant to be there before we got there, obviously? And then once we're there and in the moment, I'm like, this is what was meant to happen because this is the road I'm already on. Right. Like, I might not have seen the road, but if I'm here, that's where I was supposed to be. Yeah. So I just got to keep rolling with it. And uh, one thing I also want to mention is I really appreciate your work ethic. I feel like you were, like, one of the busiest people in writing and doing what you do, promoting your brand, getting yourself out there. Thank you. Um, do you. Do you sleep? What's this? What is this thing you speak of? Sleep. I think you might have never heard of it. It's where you recharge your human batteries. <laughs> human? Oh, wait. Uh, oh, yeah. I knew it. Oh, yes, now we've got him. He's a scroll. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So we, you are doing a lot of things. Do you yes. want to tell us about all the different things that you've got going on now? Oh, dear God. Um, we talked about me being busy. Um, every year I want to do better. And every year it gets better. Um, I've been spending the last two months teaching myself book marketing 
online. Um, I am now feel qualified to dispense advice. In fact, a dear friend of mine just had a book premiere yesterday, and I she was like, "Well, what do I do now?" And this is like two months ago. I said, "Okay, here's what I recommend." Now, normally I like to road test my advice because I hate to tell somebody, "Yeah, take swallow a fistful of this, drink a you know glass of that, and you'll be fine." Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't always work that way in real life. I've found. Um, so I like to road test my advice first, mm -hmm. so that I can say with certainty that it does work, at least in the situation I've applied it. Um, well, I told my friend, okay, here's what I learned from these sources, and I cited my sources. Here's what I think you should do. I've not tested it yet because I don't have anything ready. She, and I said, if you don't mind being my sheep that I'm going to push out into the minefield. Yeah, you're guinea pig. Feel free, yeah. <laughs> Great and, imagery. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's why I'm a writer. Uh, I'm getting into your head. Paints a and, picture, doesn't he? Yeah, paint a picture with words, Brian. But, um, but no, I, I gave her this advice, and fortunately it seems to have worked. I'm going to grill her like a murder suspect on Monday yeah. because she's uh, still in the afterglow. She had a signing. Oh, she wow. had online stuff going on. She had people sharing her message like I asked her to do. And so I'm insanely proud of her and incredibly relieved yeah. that, it, you know, I, I didn't like well. it paid off it paid off for her which Good. is the payoff for me you know which is why mm -hmm. oh, I like to see people using the stuff I do and um, applying it correctly let's say well, and, and, and profitably the and the nice thing too is is you can look back and go if there's anything she took risks on that you haven't yet tried like you were saying mm -hmm. you can now say they worked at least to some degree and go well that wasn't too far off the mark here. We yeah. can really hone that in and yeah. lock it into, you know, get, because it's hard to market yourself. Yeah. I think that's another big thing. Like in, in the indie scene, marketing yourself as a person is so difficult. That's why you come up with your character in yeah. your shtick that you're comfortable doing. Right. And that's, that's how you navigate through that. Right, and you guys should know this too, because you guys, you know, and I'm not saying this because you're here, uh, you guys have a terrific podcast, a family of podcasts, seriously. Thank you. And I'm on record as saying I hate most podcasts because they're ill prepared. They're they sound like they were done like you know in a you know phone booth. Right. Who remembers phone booths? Anyway, um, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Bill and Ted traveled through phone booths. Exactly. See, there we go. And, and as did know, the doctor. Exactly. Lest you forget, you're wearing a fez. There we go. See, that's why we wear the fez. That's part of our branding and the bow tie because bow ties are cool. It's is their exactly. Fezes are cool. And they start conversations. They do. Aha, see? So now people are walking up to you. They immediately have something to talk about. Uh -huh. The fandom of Doctor Who is gigantic. Oh, seriously. I mean, we started Gallif Radio because yeah. of that, you know. Great so. show, by the way. Great oh, show. Oh, thanks. It's uh, seriously. We like doing that one. Yeah. yeah. We, we have an episode to record this weekend, by the oh, way. God, yeah. yeah. No pressure. <laughs> All the pressure. We have so to talk about podcasts. that finale that they dropped on us. So little time. Yeah, you've got to drive home. You know, just do it live from your car. See, you know, God, I need that setup. We've been talking about doing some on-the-go, uh, quick quips content. Yeah, quick yeah, quips. Why not? Because I find our best conversations are on the long drives we take. Because we do a lot of traveling. Oh yeah. 
I'm going to jump down a rabbit hole, still sticking with the uh, your clever title pending, never mind the furthermore, your, your live shows. First of all, want to mention, we've had mornings where we've ate, eaten breakfast and had coffee watching your show. Oh, cool. Uh, is that I, Monday yeah. morning? Monday and Thursday, 9.30 Eastern time for uh, Never Mind Monday the Furthermore, mornings. and then 7 o'clock on Wednesday nights uh, Eastern for Clever Title Pending. Well, you know, then that, that makes me happy. I have people say, well, I just turn it on and I walk away, because I know you're reading everything and I'm mm-hmm. listening and everything. I had somebody recently say, I get home after working all night and I remove all my clothes and I tr- slide into bed and turn <laughs> on your show. And I'm like, tell me again, just slower this time, would you? Yeah. Oh, and so every time she pops, tell. yeah, and what else are you doing? Um, pictures or it didn't happen. Um, and so you know, she's telling me all this stuff, and, and I'm like, that's interesting, thank you. Inside, she knows I'm like, oh, right. oh my God, that's yes, yes, tell me more. You know? <laughs> so that's another so glimpse in my twisted mind, thank you. But, but no, you, getting back to the you know, work ethic like you guys have, you know, it's like, um, see, I can, I, I don't just distract from the subject, but uh, but no, uh, this year we talked about what I'm doing, and I am planning on putting out at least four to six more books. We awesome. are actually expanding our operations at Rising Tide to where we're going to print other people, hopefully, wow. and we're also working on at least two, maybe three uh comic book projects as well as possibly one idea for a trade paperback that was dropped in my lap just two nights ago that I'm he's like you want to do it and I'm like well on top of everything why the hell not so that's amazing yeah you have an incredible work ethic thank you you just keep powering through like it's so inspiring and impressive to me yeah well thank you I I appreciate that and you know back at you all three of you so but it's like um, I realized like a couple weeks ago that uh, you see people doing other things and how many times have we gone, God, I wish I'd done that. God, I had that very same idea. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, wait a minute, they're getting paid for it. And so, you know, if nothing else, there's a mercenary angle to it. You know, but it's like, why let somebody else take that good idea? And, you know, why aren't we doing things with it? So, exactly. Yeah. They so. don't proprietarily own the idea. Yeah. And you can change it and fine-tune it to make your own sure. thing, you know? Oh, yeah, exactly. It's more like... If you have an idea, you should just do it. Exactly. If you want it to come to light, just make it happen. Because no one's going to do it for you. Hashtag create fearlessly. Yes. Yeah. I love that create fearlessly. It's a good one. Damn. (laughs) Feel free. That needs to be on a t-shirt. No, keep that for yourself, but keep it on a (laughs) t-shirt is what I'm saying. Yeah, we're doing merchandising this year, too. Excellent. Yeah. That'll be great. I will say, I have an idea to throw your way with this possibility of producing other things. We'll talk about that off air, but um, (laughs) not to spoil anything. Yes. But... um, do you have plans to expand your live streaming network to, like, say, Twitch, possibly the doing of YouTube? I know that's like a whole, and, and Dick, really, this is probably where What's you can up? shine. That <laughs> streaming, that part of it, Twitch and all that, is a different realm to me. It's it's like I, it's different language. I don't understand it essentially. I, I've started looking into Twitch. Um, I've been seeing like the gaming stuff, and I also. Uh, I've mentioned, like, I have this fondness for cop videos, and a couple of them go on there and do live shows on there doing cop things. Really? Yeah, because they don't have to worry about demonetization that YouTube does, uh, especially with cop videos where people are frequently shown being shot, Uh, and YouTube goes, ah, we can't have that. 
it might hurt someone's feelings. Oh, no. But you could do that on Twitch. <laughs> you can do that on Twitch. There are, from what I've seen, there are very few. Uh, limitations on what you can provide as long as you stay within like you know no hate speech and things like that yeah. of course um, and there are alternative ways to monetize like through um, uh, like Amazon Prime and such mm -hmm. so you can link your Amazon Prime account mm -hmm. to the yeah that's yeah. awesome see I foreign I language I didn't know any of that that's wicked I'm I'm I, I, I can say things like that but without the uh, uh, it's all academic at this point because again it's you know, advice I've not road tested, so right. you know, join me in the minefield, everyone. Let's let's yeah. close our eyes and skip. I'm uh, still I'm still rather new to Twitch too, so yeah, we can How's do this together. For you? Uh, I've done one show oh. on Twitch, <laughs> and, and I didn't see any uh, reaction from there. But then, to me, I think podcasting is kind of like a uh, a not so visited realm in the Twitch community. I think it's mostly gaming. And yeah, stuff Un such. untethered ground. Yeah, no one's really untapped market. You're saying. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. So that you have a chance to get in and create the standard. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, for the most part, like I've I follow uh, Matt Heafy from the band Trivium. Oh my he, God, he his has covers. a Twitch channel, and what he does is he does guitar clinics, and he'll oh yeah he'll he'll live stream uh, full uh, sets of his band. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so, but he already has. Since he already has the band, he has the following to bring right. to Twitch. <laughs> yeah, the same right. thing with the guy I follow on YouTube called Donut Operator, who's mm -hmm. an ex-SWAT guy, and has a rather twisted sense of humor. I'm pleased to say, but he also does gaming. So he went on Twitch to do the gaming thing, cool. but he is able to pull his cop video audience with him from YouTube. So. You know, I wonder if you have to have an established uh, following to take with you to Twitch, or I'm, I'd be curious to see how a fledgling Twitch project would it's come tough. to fruition after <laughs> well, a while. Well, the thing is, I would say marketing is one: do it at a regular time. Like I do my three shows at a fairly yeah. regular, you know, time. If I have to skip a show, I will let everyone know, of course. So they know. What and to then expect. you tie it in with like maybe a newsletter with your uh, grow your email list, etc. Then it goes into all the stuff I've been learning the last three months. Mm -hmm. uh, but basically, cross pollinate your audience as much as possible, network as much as possible. Yep. Um, like whenever you go on your show, announce on uh, like say uh, Instagram and Twitter and um, uh, Facebook, Facebook that you're going to do it. Tag people who will let you do so, like <laughs> someone you know and love. Uh, <laughs> you know, drop names incessantly yeah. like yeah. I'm prompted to do. I've, I've, learned, I've learned just consistency. Yep. Content, 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 content. Yes. Yeah, if you do, do it, make yeah, yourself. If you do good content, that, uh, that will draw people in who don't know you. That find out about you. Um, I mean, my initial shows were, um, you know, on Facebook were like me and maybe one other person, you know. Uh, and now the the thing has grown to where I'm getting like hundreds of people through sharing and networking. Um, I want to shout out Rob Anderson because he's part of the Indie Advocates uh, Comics Network that uh, he started sharing my stuff on. He's got like four or five hundred channels on uh, fa you know on Facebook, and Whoa. he puts me on there. Then I have people who watch my show who then you know share also. So it's it, it takes time to grow, you know, and you have to be patient with it. So that's what we've been finding with our little experiment with our band. Mm -hmm. We've been posting videos on Facebook every week, and the first video we uh, posted got almost like twenty thousand views. Nice. In, 
yeah, not very long either. It was really cool. We were excited about that. Sure. And, you know, they've trickled down, and we've we've been doing them once a week. You know, on Fridays we call them Casual Fiend Fridays, so that way we, you know, people know what to expect when it's coming out. You know, we're kind of just creating a thing that people can get used to. Sure. And we've consistently had like the same, you know, numbers, and it's it's been going well. And it, otherwise, these people wouldn't have have any idea who our band is. You know, it's it's exposure um you know that we wouldn't typically have have gotten and it's been a really fun experiment and i'm curious to see how it turns out yeah i feel like with the social medias and and again this will be great for to get your perspective on with the social medias and building your own brand you have to almost like know that you're watering a seed and it's going to take time to grow exactly you're like i feel like and and i always stress this to anybody joining the network who has a new show or a new concept i'm like don't expect 100 downloads in your first episode. It's not happening. Like, no mm-hmm. offense. Mm-hmm. You know, or don't expect to get 7,000 Facebook likes in two weeks. That's not how it works. Right. You have to be in people's faces for them to even know you're there. You have exactly. to be committed to it and make it your priority and push it. And exactly. Network, yeah. network, network. Yeah. And know who your audience is. Who are you talking to? Mm-hmm. Um, be flexible. Be consistent. Um, and be patient. You know, like you said, you know, you're not going to... You know, I've never been reviewed by the New York Times book review. Um, I don't expect to be. That's fine. But when you are, it's but when I am, everything. one, I will probably have a stroke. Uh, <laughs> Please, two, don't. Yeah. Please don't. Please no, don't. No, 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 no. Good die young. I'm I'm here with Keith Richards. Um, yeah. But he just uh, quit drinking. <laughs> he just quit drinking. Can you guys believe that he like I announced? If that was what was keeping him going. He's though. officially gonna stop drinking alcohol. Wow. Maybe he'll live forever. <laughs> It's going to be him, cockroaches, and me. Maybe he made a, a secondary <laughs> deal with the devil to give up drinking in order to live a little longer. Maybe. Who knows? Dang. Now we're just hypothesizing Keith Richards for some reason. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, Keith Richards is everything. But, uh, but no, it's just basically, you, know, you mentioned work ethic. You just have to have a work ethic about what you love as well. Absolutely. And have a discipline about it. Um, and eventually just turn it into a habit. And it's all a matter of, you know, like taking the habits you have now and building on them. Like, uh, I am almost psychotic about being on time for some reason, if not early. I think it's part of my stage experience. And then, you know, just adding that, well, I'll just do a show, but I'll do the same, I'll do the show the same time, you know, every week. I'll add a show because I'm an idiot. Uh, I'll add two shows because, you know, it's like I'm completely beyond any hope. Uh, (laughs) And then I'll broadcast on the wrong day to make sure I have more. So, uh, but, you know, you do do things regularly, you know, and, uh, you know, people will, it will become a habit with them as well. And then you encourage people to tell everyone. It's that old, like that old ad about, you know, he told someone who then told two people who then told two people. You know, it's, it's. Uh, you know, they have their own networks, mm-hmm. and you can tap into that. So, yeah, that's interesting. I, that just reminded me of um, the, talking about consistency and putting out consistent content. I have a, a friend on Facebook who, for like the past year, has been posting on Fridays uh, this YouTube video of the Cure Friday. I'm in love. Oh yes. And every Friday, without fail, I always like it. And then, like <laughs> the one time he didn't, I posted on as well. I was like. Um, are you forgetting something today? And he's like, oh my God, it's Friday. And then he yeah. posted it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's like People I... come to expect it, you know? Yeah, you do. It's like Friday at 4.45, I think every rock station in America plays Todd Rundgren's Bang the Drum all day. <laughs> and you, 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 know, you hear it, and of course, I like the song. I like Todd Rundgren. And it's like, you miss it. 
when they you know change format or something right. it's like you know it's like you're playing other music screw you you know mm-hmm. i'm turning to someplace that's playing todd rungren on friday afternoon so drive <laughs> yeah, time so but yeah it, you know you just it's a, a lot of it is creating habits not only with yourself but with your audience because yeah it's like one morning i overslept I had like a long drive the day before, long convention weekend, and I just totally ceased to function that Monday morning. And I wake up and my Facebook just blew up with, where are you? You know, yeah. we're calling are the hospital. Okay? Yeah, are you okay? Good? Or, you know, we're calling all the hospitals, you know. It's like, you know, should we check for your eulogy? Much. You know, it's like, and I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm just stupid. I didn't set an alarm, you know, so. That's when you think to yourself, damn it, I should have wrote on my wall last night, going to bed at this time, don't expect me up for a few yeah. hours. <laughs> yeah. To follow up with last night, and the three of us had a late night. Dick performed in a band for the first time in like three or four nice. years, right? Seven years. Seven years. I was so bummed wow. we couldn't make it. We had our it's show. all good. Good for it's you. It's all good. We had a great turnout last night and for being the first band like you don't expect that many people to be right there normally they just trickle in for like the second band you're, you're mostly just playing for like the bartenders and mm-hmm. a couple mm-hmm. people that you brought <laughs> if you're the first band but no it was packed and it was amazing it we was saw a, the video online it looked like you guys were having a blast i had a blast i've got for not knowing out. what i was doing i had a blast <laughs> <laughs> that's great congratulations right, thank you Thank you. Yeah, so we had to get up at like 7 after rolling in at 3.30 in the morning to drive here. Had to get up at 7. Wah. Cry me a river. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, it's me. I'm a a punk rocker. Yep, punk rocker. (laughs) That's right. No, I'm used to that. I'm a preschool teacher by day. So I have to be up early all the time. Be on. That's part like what we were talking about earlier. I have so many different versions of Miss Veronica. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got Miss, the preschool Miss Veronica. I've got my band Veronica. Journey into Comics Veronica. <laughs> and then I've got the Veronica that's just for me. <laughs> the secret Veronica the secret that no one, that one eats knows lots of about. Pizza and binges <laughs> Doctor Who. <laughs> that's my favorite. There we go. Wow. The Veronica who has all those little holes dug in her backyard that are about six feet deep, but we don't talk about well, that. Well, you right? know, I did grow up in a funeral home. I lived in a funeral home for about six, six years when I, I worked, was little. I worked for a cemetery for a year. Really? Yes, I yes, did. We yes, we got here. We I'm so excited. We have spooky stuff to talk about. Do it yes. right now, please. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's why I, I introduced myself as like... Spooky stuff. That's why I introduced myself as like a uh, award-winning playwright with air quotes, um, a full-time writer, full-time publisher, and former mortician's assistant. That's cool. Yeah. I actually can. I applied to go to mortuary science school um, when I was in co- taking a break from college, mm-hmm. and I seriously considered doing it, and it just didn't work out financially at the time, right. and I could, I couldn't do it, but. I consider going back. It's one of those things that I know that I could do, and uh, it'll it'll be there someday. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I I thought in high school I wanted to be a pathologist, yeah, or cool. do the autopsies and everything. Uh, then I uh, saw the guy who was like the head instructor for the county I was living in, and the morning I saw him, he had cut half of his middle finger off during an autopsy. Oh my god! Because he just wasn't thinking at the what time. And I'm like, oh, you're going to be who I'm learning from. Gee, journalism sounds fun. At least there's no math requirement with journalism. That's so. the universe throwing yeah. you a red flag saying, hold on a minute. Yeah. Or scissors for that matter. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, yeah. Don't go this way. Go that way. Exactly. <laughs> Do you think that another thing in, I'm just like, 
all about talking about like growing the brand on this one because it's it's your specialty and I've watched you help other people grow and expand. Do you think there's a certain amount of like you almost have to create self hype for others to buy into? Does that make sense to you guys? Oh, yeah. Like like the, yeah. the sensible like for me, you have to almost like well, if I tell people something exciting is coming to me, if I think it's exciting, well, they'll think it's exciting because it's exciting, right? Right. And then it kind of grows from there. Is that something that, as um, as someone creating their own brand, is hype one of the harder aspects of it? It can be. It can be because you um, you don't want to venture past that point of where you're lying. Right. Um, or being excessive, or in yeah. space where they get sick of you. Or yeah, yeah, it, it's really easy, it's really easy to wear wear out your welcome with the public. Right. Um, so you have to learn how to dial it back, especially if you have like an excessive personality like mine. Uh, so you just have to know where the boundaries are. Um, you probably but, have to have a very thick skin. Oh, because I'm, there's always going to be haters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I almost look forward to them now. I am almost invulnerable to criticism. Yeah. Um, I wish I was. <laughs> well, well, I can't en- envision dead. you getting any. But anyway. Um, well, we, do. we do. Oh, yeah. People yeah. suck. I'm trying to be nice. Because yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I know people are scum. Yeah, there's scumbags out there. Yeah, but, but, but no, uh, yeah, you have to recognize, one, that you are the product. So you have to hype yourself. And I talk about um, getting in touch with my inner Stan Lee. And if you ever watched him, you'll notice he always talked about Marvel comics are the best comics ever. These are awesome comics. You should be reading them, each and every one of them. But when he talked about his own writing or himself, he was self-depreciating. Right, but his and brand. With his brand. Because but of he, his people. Yeah, but he built up the people around him. Right. You know, hey, I'm with, you know, you know, King Kirby and Sturdy Steve and all, you know, Dashing Donnie and all these guys. Um, so he was building them up. At the same time, you know, he gets this residual cool because he recognizes that he can, you know, he can take the piss himself. And I try to do that, too. I, I rarely talk about how wonderful I am because my nose grows and it hurts like hell. Right. Um, but um, I'm proud of my product. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of the people I associate with. Um, so it's, uh, you know, yeah, it is, it's, a, it's a balance. And you have to fine-tune it as you go. Uh, but, um, you know, it, it, you, but you're very right. It, you know, selling yourself is very important how you do it you know and you can't be too obnoxious about it so you have to toe a very fine line yeah where you kind of like believe and hype yourself but you're not egotistical right and it's like it's a it's a very delicate juggling act for sure yeah and yeah but at the same time you have to be aware that you are a talent that you have something to contribute you're Uh, worth being a product exactly yeah so you uh you know, I will admit, I am. I think I am a decent writer. I think I'm a decent editor. I know a little bit about business. I can make the left and right sides of my brain talk to each other without swearing much. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm I'm aware of my own abilities. I'm aware of where I stand in the relative firmament of my particular genre, mm-hmm. plural. Um, but by the same token, I don't think that I 
you know, I'm worth worshiping the water I walk on. So. <laughs> well, I think that you have a great product and a wonderful personality. Thank you. And I love being able to talk to you when we come to these events. Well, I love talking to you guys. You guys are the best. And I think to go back all the way to the beginning about your work ethic, you were talking about how you don't really like get crazy about hyping yourself up too much. You kind of stay humble in that regard. But your work ethic is what you look back on. You see your body of work, and there's, over anything else, no, no one can take that away from you. Right. That is your pride. That is your cornerstone. Mm-hmm. That's what you've hung your hat on, man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, not very many people in this world, and you know, you, got, you know this in the realm we're in, have the courage to stand up and go for their dreams and really go, I want this. Yeah. It takes courage and it takes strength and being able to look at the most adverse situation and just go I'm going to get through it some way like yeah. whatever it's coming that's why I'm proud of all of us like especially Should you be. Dick I'm super proud oh. of you because you had your band debut last night band number uh. one and you've got this whole podcast thing like you're creating yeah. everybody's doing some really cool stuff yeah. and I'm really mm-hmm. proud of everybody Absolutely. Should be. You should be. Yeah. Well, Brian, before we get out of here, is there anything you should plug or discuss before we go that we haven't yet discussed? New projects coming up, stuff we've got going on here in the near future? Um, things definitely in the hopper right now. I'm currently writing the sequel to Volcana. Awesome. We're going to get that uh, done, and we're going to get the third book in the trilogy done the year after, I'm thinking now. We're also going to write a um, uh, trilogy of novellas, kind of pulp-influenced. I am actually going to write my first fantasy romance this year. I I have found a way to increase my writing output that I'm experimenting with right now, and it is turning out spectacularly. Um, yeah, it's um, you. Uh, it, it has to do with my long drives. I carry a recorder with me. There you go, right there. And then you just edit like mad when you do your second draft and all. Uh, but it's smart. working out wonderfully for a. Uh, it's turning into a novella now, a horror novella. Plus, I'm working on a shared universe that I'm going to be uh, soliciting some of my friends to uh, contribute to, kind of an immortal adventurer kind of thing. Wow. Um, and then, like I said, I've got the comic book things going um, and the, uh, um, the regular broadcasts. But other than that, I'm not doing a thing. I'm the laziest <laughs> bum you'll ever find. And you get to take a little bit of 2018 off. Now, what do you have coming up in 2019? What's your first gig back if, if you can say uh, first gig back is still up in the air haven't heard back from anyone but uh, actually this year we will be doing fewer shows um, so that I can do more writing totally. um, and I keep joking that I want to get to the point where this year I'm Brian who next year I'm like oh dear god not him again <laughs> so it's like no more stuff no more product no but uh, we're anyway the train. Uh, we're gonna help to definitely promote anything that you do in the oh, well vice versa <laughs> include yeah. me in on your stuff too because I'm, sure. I'm proud of my people and Same. I take care of my people <laughs> I, like I said and actually like you said rising tides exactly. raise all ships exactly so it, it, it's cool to have somebody with your mindset in the game because we immediately clicked on that like same way of thinking. It's not, and I've said this a million times. You guys have heard. Well, V's probably heard me say it to her more than anybody. It's not the Nate work. 
It's the network. Exactly. It's about him and yep. her and, mm-hmm. and Nick Maxson, wherever he is, mm-hmm. and all the other, oh, there he is, and all the other people that <laughs> are on the is, network. There he is. They are, why, they are why we haven't missed a show in over 14 months. That's remarkable. It's because. Yeah. It's cool. I it's want them cool. to look back on the body of work and go, I did that. And all I did was edit a little bit and put their logos on shit. Like that's that's easy. That's the fun part, really. Right. So it's just seeing seeing all the things these guys have done is just it really made me ultra appreciate your uh, mindset because it just reaffirmed that I'm I think on the right path. Yeah, that really did stick with him from when we first met you. Well, thank you, yeah. and it's, it's always a treat to be with you guys. And like I say, you know, when I see you guys doing stuff online, I try to share. Yeah, we appreciate know. it. Well, I'm glad to. I'm glad to tag me. Sure. <laughs> Heck yeah. Absolutely. Well, is there anything else we want to do before we get out of here? You guys got anything else to add? Uh, just check out podcast for every Tuesday live on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Yes, now on Twitch. Also on, on Twitch. your own solo feed with podcastrophypod.podbean.com. Yep. Nice. And iTunes. And iTunes. All right. Always, as always, folks, check out Journey into Comics at journeyintocomics.com. You can get us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, and Spotify. That's where you get the network. All our shows, new shows coming soon, and a new show that will be debuting live here today that we're going to be getting the first taste it won't be out for a couple weeks but you're going to be getting it here first folks so uh, if you're at LafayCon, i hope you guys enjoy veronica thank you for returning no problem dick thanks for joining me again bud of course anytime brian it's been a pleasure always a pleasure rising tide.pub awesome perfect way to (laughs) add your plug in there and do not forget to uh check out the clever title pending and never mind the furthermore on facebook's what are the times? No, it's Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday? Monday, Wednesday, and Thursdays. Mondays and uh, Thursdays at 9.30 Eastern in the morning, and uh, Wednesday nights at 7. It goes really well with a nice cup of coffee. It does. And, or and with it, some music from uh, Walk Among Us. <laughs> I don't know. That's more of a nighttime thing. <laughs> yeah, don't kick your mornings open with us. You might be yeah, a little you might not. startled awake. <laughs> Shoot. All right, folks. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode of Journey into Comics. This is Journey into Comics 222. I'm Nate. Veronica. Dick. Brian. And we'll see you guys later. Fill your brains with shit.